0: All right, so we just went through three weeks of hearing from some incredible entrepreneurs. You know, we spoke with Amy Getz on our personal finance. We also heard from Natalia Cavario on our health and coach Jess Hendricks on our relationships and some of the things we need to be thinking about to make those optimal in our lives. The question is, though, because because we're talking about goals, how do we actually form those goals? Like, How do we actually set something we're going to commit to? Because if you're anything like me, I bet you have a few goals somewhere in your life that you wanted to get, you wanted to set, and maybe you even set them, but you didn't follow through. It didn't happen. I know I definitely have a bunch in my life. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about that. We're going to go through what the difference is between a vision and a goal because they're different. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about what types of goals there actually are, and how do we specifically set a goal, and why a one-year goal is just way too long to set. So stay tuned, and let's get ready to learn how to make 2021 your best year yet. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? Well, number one, I hope you enjoyed the last three weeks where we went over, you know, a different topic each week on some key areas to plan for in 2021. Now, I'm your host, Coach George Wang, and today we're going to tie everything together from the past three weeks and talk about how specifically to plan these goals in these different areas of your life. So first, let's recap a little bit about what we spoke about. So we had three conversations with some incredible guests in the areas of your personal finances, your health and wellness, as well as your personal relationships. Now, of course, there are a lot of other areas in your life that you could focus on and plan for. Of course there are. But I chose these three specifically because they're pretty universal to everybody. And the name of this show is Money, Love and Freedom. So those three obviously make sense. Now, we've spoken in the past about a lot of different businesses, you know, different business models, hearing stories from different entrepreneurs in different industries, and, you know, people just doing different things and extraordinary, extraordinary things. Now, I chose not to talk about anything specifically like that in terms of business over the last three weeks because, I mean, number one, we do it all year long anyway, right? And that's great. I'm mean, Absolutely, it's great. It's important to get business ideas and stories to help us grow in our own businesses and our own careers. But none of that really matters if we can't keep our money. None of that matters if we don't have our health to go with it. And also, none of it definitely matters if we don't have our loved ones to share in the joy of it all. Now, I'm not downplaying your business and career in any way at all, actually, because I believe it's kind of the engine that keeps everything going. For instance, if you're not producing income, then you don't have any money to invest in your personal finances and your future, right? And I guess you could go work out if you if you weren't producing income, but it's actually staying healthy, which typically has to do with the type of foods you're eating, of course, along with working out, but it's going to be a challenge to eat healthy, which by the way, I think is kind of an absolute travesty that eating healthy is so much more expensive than the alternative. I mean, I could go into any fast food place in the entire country, you know, spend $3 on three 99 cent items and get a meal packed full with 1600 calories. Of course, they're going to be dead, empty, useless calories, but I can still get a meal, a full 1600 calorie, very large meal for three bucks. But $3 in healthy, good, nutritious food is maybe two apples from Whole Foods. So I think if there are any government subsidies giving out, I think making healthy foods more accessible would be the way to go. But as it is right now, if we want to eat healthy, it isn't cheap. So obviously we need our businesses to drive that engine so we can afford good food. And the same goes for your relationships. If you have a significant other or you're planning to, if you're married or not or planning to, and especially if you have kids or are planning to have kids at some point, that is expensive. I don't have kids yet, but I know when I do that they're probably going to be one of the largest investments in my life, both financially and with time. So, of course, your business is important, building it, growing it, and using it to provide a life for you and your family, a healthy life with investments and a family. But it doesn't mean anything if you're spending all your money, like having a business, all that stuff doesn't mean anything if you're spending every dollar because you're not going to. What's the point? You're going to have none of it left over later. You now have none invested and you're going to be working like a dog your whole life. Plus, if you do that and you become so unhealthy that you die of a heart attack in the middle of a work day or lose your family and loved ones in the process, it's not worth it. And that's why we wanted to focus on these three topics over the last three weeks, because I think sometimes we have a tendency to take these for granted, like we're healthy now. So we take that for granted like it's always going to be that way. But the truth is, you know, you don't get cancer in a day. You don't get diabetes in a day. Right? You get these things from the habits you developed over a long time, and then one day, the disease shows its face to you, even though it's been growing and brewing for sometimes many, many years. So pay attention to these three areas. Don't let them just slip by you. And most definitely don't think, don't have this false sense of security, a belief that somebody or some organization is going to take care of them for you. If you honestly think Social Security, which, by the way, is almost bankrupt right now, and the fledgling Medicaid systems are going to take care of you when you're old and sick, number one, you're listening to the wrong show. And number two, look around you at everyone who you see on Social Security and Medicaid and just look around. Is that how you want to live? And let me talk about Medicaid for a second. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Medicaid. I actually think it's a great program for those who need health care because some people can't afford it. And I believe that we should all have health care. I think every single one of us deserves access to good health care. But I think that maybe you should try to take care of your health now so that you can use as little of it as you need, whether it's Medicaid or some other type of health care. I would prefer to not need it. I'm going to have it, I'm always going to have health insurance. But I would prefer to be the person that pays for it and never uses it. That's just me, right? So I hope that's you too. think about those things. Don't neglect these three areas of your life. Okay, now let's get on to the main topic of today, which is like, what is an actual goal, right? Like, what's a goal? And how do you actually set it? So let's talk about a few things, right? Let's start with number one. What's the difference between a vision and a goal? Because I think there's a big difference between these two, right? The way I think of a goal, it's something that can be controlled by you and you alone. So sometimes we hear things like, you know, my goal is to earn $250,000 this year. That's my goal. That goal can never really be entirely controlled by you because somebody actually has to give you the money whether it's an employer or your customer. Someone's got to give you the money. You can influence the factors in your life that could contribute to you earning $250,000 this year, but you can't directly control it. You can't go out and pick $250 off a tree. So that is what I would call a vision. A vision is some place or some destination that you'd like to get to or something you'd like to have But there are usually some kind of external circumstances that you don't control that would affect whether or not you get there. For instance, saying I have a revenue goal or I have a sales goal of $1 million this year, or my goal is to lose 30 pounds this year. You can't entirely control any of those two things. What you can control are the influencing factors around it. And that's what a goal is a goal is something that can be entirely controlled by you that would influence the vision that you want to achieve. So for instance, if your vision is to generate $1 million in revenue this year, that's your vision, your goal should be broken down and chunked all the way down. So let's think, okay, so 1 million in revenue over the course of 12 months is a little bit over 83,000 per month. So 83k per month, that's just a little bit over 20,000 every single week. So I know that my vision needs to be generating around $20,000 in sales every week to get there. Now in order to do that, I know that I need to make or be on 10 sales calls to generate 20,000 in sales average. And to get those 10 sales calls, I need to contact 100 leads. So to generate $20,000 in sales per week, I need to be calling 100 leads per week. And there you have your goal, your goal to influence your vision of 1 million in revenue, your goal is to contact 100 leads every single week, four weeks, every single month. And that's something that's in your direct control. And that's what a goal is, something in your control and with a time frame on it. Number two, what are the types of goals out there and how do I set one? So here we're talking about the second topic. What are the type of goals out there and how do I set one? This is relatively simple. There are two basically types of goals out there. One is an outcome goal and the other is a habit goal. Both have to be entirely controllable by you in order to be considered a real goal. Now, someone might hear, uh, someone listening to this might say, Well, you know, isn't one million in revenue in one year kind of an outcome goal because there's a time on it, there's an outcome I want? And no, because it's still a vision because you don't control all the factors. An outcome goal could be by the end of February 2021, I will write and test. 10 different ads to generate that revenue. Right? You see the difference? That's an outcome goal. Right? This this, these goals could lead to the 1 million in revenue, but we don't know, we need to test. But the outcome of this goal is set, I need to create 10 ads by the end of February. So that is controlled by you. Habit goals are a little bit different. And they work in cycles of time versus having a set date when it has to happen. For instance, a habit goal is is saying, I will work out four times a week, every week. This is a habit goal because it isn't based on a hard date with an outcome. It's cyclical. When this week ends, the next week is going to start over again. And it just keeps cycling over and over and over again. It's designed to get you into repetitive motion of doing some type of task repeatedly, that's going to affect the vision that you're going after. So that's what an outcome goal is versus a habit goal. And Let's go on to final topic number three, which is how do I actually set a goal? How do you actually set a goal? And it might seem like I just told you, right? It might seem like I just gave it away because there's two types of goals you can set. And that's true. There are two main types of goals that you can set. But there's one caveat on how you actually set that goal. First thing is don't ever set a goal longer than three months, I read a, a great book once called The 12-Week uh, the Year, and I wish off the top of my head I could remember who wrote it uh, because I don't. Uh, but, but it's called The 12-Week Year. So if you Google it, find it on Amazon, it's just called The 12-Week Year. It's a great book, and it totally changed my thinking on this. Uh, first of all, let's be honest. Have you ever really completed one of your New Year's resolutions? Like, like honestly, honestly. Most people don't. And that's because when you set a long timeline goal like that, number one, it's usually more of a vision than a goal anyway, because things move so fast, I can't really predict what's going to happen at the end of a year. You know, if I had a one-year goal at the beginning of 2020 to launch a travel agency and a restaurant, well, you know, COVID kind of messed that up. So you get how a 1 year goal is so far off that you can't actually plan properly for it. 1 year goals have a tendency to be more vision-as have a tendency to be more vision-based or have more vision aspects to them because most things over the course of a year are going to encounter things that we can't control. The other issue with 1 year goals is how we tend to handle them. Think about the last time you made a New Year's resolution or even called it a one-year goal. I don't care what you called it. But let's say you set something for a year. What happens? Month one, month two come and they pass by because, you know, you told yourself, well, there's still plenty of time left. I have a whole year left. That's fine. I still got a year left, even though two months already passed. Then month three and month four pass by and you just keep playing that same record, that same story over and over again. It's okay. I still have most of the year left. Then month six rolls around. Then all of a sudden you remember, oh shit, I have this one year goal to do. I need to do something now. So I should start now. But then all these things have been piled on. You know, the kids are out of school. Business is slowing down. It's the summer. I got to focus on that. Yada, yada, yada. I need to do this. I need to do that. And the momentum is gone, right? That that momentum you had at the beginning of the year, slowly, slowly going away. Then month nine shows up and you realize it's too late to start. So since it's too late... I only have three months left. Screw it. Who cares? Let's forget the whole damn thing. This is so common. And that's why I say you should never plan one year goals. You can have a one year vision, but then you need to chunk it down into what happens within the first six months. Then you need to chunk that down into what needs to happen in the first three months. And then you set real concrete goals that you will accomplish in three months that will help lead you to your one-year vision. The the other great thing about setting three-month goals is it gives you time to adjust. So could you honestly imagine setting a one-year goal, then on month 11, realizing you got the whole thing wrong, right? That would suck. But chunking it into three-month goals gives you some time to evaluate. On month three, you might realize that the market isn't ready for this new product or your exercise routine isn't working because it doesn't fit properly into your daily life. So you need to adjust. It allows more check-in points for you to gauge how you're doing and if you need to adjust for the next three months. And that's the beauty of having just three month goals. You know, it's enough time for you to check in on the results that they're actually driving you toward your vision and It's short enough that if it isn't, you aren't overly invested yet, and you can still pivot and try something different and adjust a little bit because the vision stays the same, but your goals, those little three-month chunks can change to ultimately drive you to that one-year vision. So that's my recommendation. Always and only set three-month goals and reevaluate every three months to check if these goals are leading you down the path to your ultimate vision. So there you have it. Those are the three areas to think about, right? Number one is to differentiate between a vision and a goal. Then number two is to make sure that you create goals that you can control that are either habit goals or outcome goals. And always with some kind of timestamp, if a habit goal is I'm going to do this every week for the next three months. And you can continue that by the way, the following month, if it's a habit goal, you can set that goal again, Right? But just have it for three months, every week for three months, whatever it is, or have an outcome by the end of this date. And by the way, within those that three-month goals, you can have little check-in points like, okay, well, here's my three-month goal. I want to create 10 ads within three months. So that means month one, I need to create 3.3, month two, 3.3, and month three, I need to create 3.3. They all need a certain time frame to all of them. And, of course, number three is to set three-month goals and only three-month goals. You'll be surprised when you do this how much you can end up getting done. Like what you thought was a one-year goal, turns out you can do it in a quarter of the time. If you set it as a three-month goal, I challenge you to do that. Whatever your one-year goal is, challenge yourself and turn that exact goal into a three-month goal and watch your life explode. I, I promise you will happen. If you try, you stick to it, you do it. It will happen. I want to thank you, Freedom Fighter, for listening to this entire episode. I'm honestly so excited that it's 2021. And, you know, while the world is still going through a pandemic, as at least as this episode is releasing, it still is a new year, which is a good cutoff point to reinvigorate yourself. To be honest, I'm doing the same thing, Right this podcast has been pretty much always geared towards business and entrepreneurialism and it will continue to stay that way. And you'll hear even more about what's going on behind the wheels of this business that I'm running, right? In 2021, the vision for me at least is all about creating a sales training school to teach you the psychological principles and the processes to help your clients and your customers make a buying decision. We're launching this as call, uh, we're, we're calling it the Freedom Academy, which is the name of the online school, which is going to host all of these different programs. And as of the release of this very episode, we're actually three weeks deep into our first training program with our very first cohort of students. This is Honestly, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while now. And by the grace of this pandemic, which has been a blessing, right, because I talked about once, you know, blessings. Uh, You know, whenever something's going wrong, you always have to look at what's the blessing in it, right? You have to look, what's the blessing for me? And how can I be a blessing? So this pandemic gave me a blessing in that it gave me the opportunity and the time to finally get this school and this program built up and running. And we are officially live with our first group of students going through this program. Now, if you ever want to become the kind of person who has influence and command over their sales processes using behavioral psychology, then, you know, stay tuned to this podcast and make sure you're subscribed if you aren't yet, because we're going to be talking about this as the weeks and the months go through. I'm not entirely sure of the dates yet, but I definitely do plan on hosting the second cohort of this program sometime, I believe, in March or April. This is my vision. Not sure of the dates yet. But the vision is some point and the wheels have already started rolling for cohort two. I'm not all the way yet there yet because we're still working on finishing up the first cohort. But there is a big plan on getting the second cohort started by March or April. So, you know, subscribe to this podcast and you can be sure you're going to hear all about it here. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coach George Wayne because I'll be talking about it there as well. One more time, I want to thank you for listening and, you know, for keeping up the good fight. You know, keep doing that. Keep fighting for your freedom. Take control of your vision and your goals. Set real goals that you can control and keep doing it over and over again. Adjusting your goals, adjusting your goals until you reach your vision and then set a new one. Set a new vision. Set new goals that are going to help you reach that vision. And when you keep going through this process in your life, then you're fully living a life of freedom on your terms. Take care, everyone, and we'll be back next week with a new episode.